Many Christians understand and experience worship as primarily expressive. The essence of worship is to sing songs and pray prayers that express our feelings of love, devotion, admiration, affection and praise for God. In this view, simply being present at worship and maybe including worship music and a quiet time during the week is how we love God. And that love is often experienced as feelings of love, excitement, devotion and ecstasy as we sing and pray. But is this all that worship is? Is it all that loving God is about? Hello everyone, and welcome to the Progressive Worship Podcast from Sacred Eyes. This is where we explore how we can craft worship gatherings that have deep theological roots and inspiring experiential wings. My name is John, and today, and through this month of February, I want to talk about how worship makes us lovers. And today we focus specifically on how we can become more intentional and deep lovers of God. If you enjoy this episode, please make sure to subscribe to the channel on your favorite podcasting platform uh, and share it with everybody who you think will find it useful. Thank you so much. What does worship mean to you? For those of us who've been trained as pastors, ministers or priests, leading worship is one of the primary and most time-consuming tasks of our work. And for the people in our congregations who attend the services we lead, worship is a defining practice in their faith. For many Christians, attending worship is the only spiritual practice they observe. But the way we understand the nature of this practice can differ widely from person to person and from church to church. Many Christians understand and experience worship as primarily expressive. The essence of worship is to sing songs and pray prayers that express our feelings of love, devotion, admiration, affection and praise for God. In this view, simply being present at worship and maybe including worship music and a quiet time during the week, is how we love God. And that love is often experienced as feelings of love, excitement, devotion and ecstasy as we sing and pray. But is this all that worship is? Is it all that loving God is about? Very few progressive Christians would be satisfied with this as a final and complete definition of either worship or loving God. So in this podcast, I want to explore what it means to love God from a progressive perspective and how progressive worship can help us to grow in deep and authentic love of God. So let's start with looking at what the prophets say. Because to identify what it means to love, we need to turn to the Bible for a moment. As we all know, the great commandment intertwines loving God with loving ourselves and others. Which means that loving God is about more than just expressing love or ecstatic feelings for God. In Amos 5, 21-24, the prophet expresses God's judgment on the worship of Israel, which presumably expressed love for God through music, prayer and sacrifices and declares that the worship God seeks is for justice to flow like rivers. 
In Isaiah 58, the prophet denounces Israel's practice of fasting and declares that the true fast is to bring justice to the world. In the New Testament, the letter of James tells us that true devotion, the kind that is pure and faultless before God the Father, is this, to care for orphans and widows in their difficulties and to keep the world from contaminating us. So essentially, loving God is not just about what we express, but who we become. And what God seeks of us is to become people who love not just God, but others and ourselves in such a way that we actively seek justice and mercy for our neighbors, particularly those who are the most vulnerable, marginalized, and oppressed. So how does worship help us to become lovers of God in this sense? Well, it could be argued that it doesn't help us at all. We cannot avoid the reality that much of the church, particularly in the Western world, has a reputation for being patriarchal, racist, anti-LGBTQIA plus people, and hungry for political power and economic wealth to the detriment of others. Yet even in progressive churches, which speak more comfortably about justice, equality, creation care and inclusivity, the words lead to loving action far less than we might expect. So we'll talk more about loving neighbors in the next episode. But for now, let's talk about how worship in progressive churches could help us learn to love God in the neighbor-loving way we've been speaking about here. I'm just going to offer four quick suggestions. But in the Patreon version of this podcast, I go into much more detail. If you'd like access to that version, along with bonus content and exclusive discounts on premium sacredized resources, click through to patreon.com forward slash sacredize and sign up. So worship teaches us to love God practically and authentically when it firstly shifts us from expression to transformation, when we're not just focused on expressing love for God and the feelings associated with that, but we are actually being changed by the act of worship. Secondly, worship teaches us to love God practically and authentically when it is intentionally and thoughtfully inclusive. When just by being there in our worship gatherings, people feel welcomed and people can see and experience how others are welcomed as well. Thirdly, worship teaches us to love God practically and authentically when it reminds us of simple everyday justice, that justice is not just about fighting unjust systems or changing governments through our vote so that we get a more just government in place, but the simple acts we do each day with the people around us are justice as well. And then fourthly, worship teaches us to love God practically and authentically when it models the values and priorities of God's reign in the service itself. When we don't just talk about the values and priorities of the reign of God, but we actually put them into practice in the way we lead our worship, in the way we treat one another in the sanctuary, and in the way the general life of our church functions. Clearly, there's a lot more that can be said about all this. But the point is that worship that teaches us to love God is worship that over time slowly transforms us into lovers of our neighbors 
and lovers of justice and mercy. What is your response to this? How does your worship help you to become a more intentional lover of God? What does love for God look like for you? What would you want to add to this post? What would you want to change or delete? Feel free to leave your thoughts in the comments. Next time, we'll explore in more detail how progressive worship can teach us to love others more intentionally and deeply. And as we've seen, this will also lead us into a deeper love for God, however we may understand and experience God. So thank you so much for giving me your time and attention. I hope this has been a helpful discussion for you and that it will spur some conversation for you among your friends and colleagues in your own community. We'll catch you next time and may your worship transform your life.